What about last night's meeting? What was the first thing that jumped out at you last night? Well, it wasn't the first thing on our agenda, but uh, we uh, were kind of working to shore up our liquor ordinances and uh, liquor fees, you know, the licensing fees. They have not been raised since uh, 2012, so, you know, it's been a long time, and so we decided to bump up the uh, application fees and such, and, uh, you know, we... We went what we thought was a reasonable, you know, we had, you know, one complaint from one bar owner that thought it was uh, a little higher than what should be. Uh, he did his own set of comparables, and uh, he's saying the other communities that he compared us to that we were by far and away the highest. And we have a set of comparables that we use of cities that have uh, similar uh, demographics to what Kiwani has and within those comparables that we use and they're all Illinois communities and within this general area uh, we're right about in the middle of the pack so you know I don't have a problem with uh, the uh, the fees that we're going to be charging the the one area that uh, we had the most discussion on was special use permit which we we don't get a lot of requests for those each year but uh I, I do have to kind of agree a little bit with the uh, with the concerns from some of the the bar owners and those fees. They you know I think they might be a little bit high because by the time uh, you know the way it was explained to us by the time you know he pays for you know uh, the product to be sold and then the pays employee wages and you know in the, the the application fees you know he's you know, barely uh, breaking even. It's almost a wash. And so, you know, and in that respect, you know, I can, I, I definitely can understand that. And the city of Kiwani is not, we're not in the business to try and, uh, you know, make businesses, you know, we won't, we don't want them to spend more than what they absolutely have to. So, so we're going to, you know, take another look at that. Uh, we went ahead and passed the ordinance as it was written, but the special use permit, uh, fees they did not go up or down with this uh, proposal so we are going to revisit that part of it and, and possibly go back and change that and if we do change it it'll be to lower it I know we won't go up so so hopefully those special use uh, fees will go down another thing that we added on the uh, licenses was uh, for like catering uh, there, we have places that you know are asking for catering that also involve uh, alcoholic beverages, and so you know we set up the ordinance so that it'd be easier for uh, caterers to work with some of the uh, the taverns and bars in town to uh, kind of coordinate their services. All right, you know that uh, some clarity brought to that. Yeah, then that, that's the whole idea, you know. And, that's something, you know, I've uh, I've kind of been questioning, you know, you know, from the day that I, I took office, you know, I, I'm of the opinion that our ordinances, you know, they, they need to be easy to understand, you know, the, uh, you should be able to look at our ordinance and after you read it, not have any, you know, doubts, you know, what you need to do. They should be clear enough, you know, that, uh, you know, you, you have a good idea without having to be, calling you know make it a dozen phone calls you know to try and clarify what's meant by the ordinance and uh 
you know, we, we, I, just, I just don't believe that uh, people should have to jump through a dozen hoops to accomplish uh, their goals. Let's talk about the police. Uh, we're talking about uh, dash cams and body cams. Yeah, which that's something that, you know, they've already been utilizing for quite some time, but the, uh, they, they've had them long enough now that the, uh, well, the, the hardware and stuff that they use and the programs, they're becoming outdated and uh, they are starting to exceed their recommended life expectancy. And, you know, as we know, technology you know, changes so fast, it doesn't take long for it to go out of date. And uh, the storage system... You know, right now it's being saved on a server, and with the new system that they're asking for, it'll be saved to the cloud, which actually is a lot safer as far as crashes. You know, even if you you know have a crash with the equipment that you're using, that data will not be lost. Where you know if you're storing it on a hard drive or you know a server, you know that crashes. You know, you could lose everything, and that has happened. You know, several years ago where they did have a crash and. And they lost a lot of data, you know, from these dash cams and uh, body cams. And that, you know, and that's another one of them situations where, you know, that's a, a state mandate. And as seems to be par for the course with the state of Illinois, they're unfunded mandates. And so, you know, we're in a position right now where, you know, we, we have the funds to cover that cost. But, you know, the ones I really feel sorry for are some of these smaller communities that, uh, you know, they don't have the tax base that we have. And, and they're, they're struggling to, uh, you know, reach these mandates that the state is putting upon them. Mm. Uh, the, this, of course, is incredibly important in case there's a very serious incident. And uh, if it needs to be then uh, made public or, or investigated by other, other entities, you need to have this dash cam and body cam footage available. Oh, yeah, just, you know, it, it's very useful in investigations. And where it's also useful is uh, in the past, we would get a lot of uh, false complaints, you know, officers being accused of, uh, you know, being verbally abusive or, you know, just just any number of uh, complaints against officers. And with their, pretty much everything they do is being recorded now, either through the dash cam or through their body cam. And uh, so it kind of, you know, alleviates some of those complaints and even the complaints that, you know, were unfounded, it still required, you know, man hours to investigate. And with the uh, videos, it's a lot quicker to go back and, you know, review the dash cams and such so that, uh, you know, they can alleviate some of these complaints, you know, and it's, it's a lot quicker, you know, to decide if they're, a valid complaint or if they're invalid. I imagine your own past gives you some uh, insight into into these types of incidents. Oh, absolutely. I mean, every officer, you know, just the nature of the job, you know, <laughs> you get complaints against you. It's just usually, you know, when the police show up there, they're not making, you know, people happy most of the time. So, you know, there are a lot of complaints that are filed against officers and in and, and a in a lot of cases, they're you know unnecessary complaints and very unreasonable. Mm. So it's, it's a protection for both the public as well as the officers. So it, it works both ways. What else happened at last night's meeting? Uh, let's see. We uh, well, we're actually we uh, are having a program drawn up for us uh, for uh, by Crawford, uh, Murphy, and Tilly. It's a uh, 
water distribution unidirectional flushing program where you know we flush hydrants right now but uh, sometimes you know it it helps but you know it doesn't do the job completely and with this program that we're that there's being drawn up for us the design it'll it'll clear the pipes a lot it'll, it'll just be a lot more efficient and you won't see uh the settlement the you know going settling in at the ends of lines where we have a lot of problems with rust and such right now and and that kind of goes hand in hand with some of the work that we've been doing like in the northeast park area we're in the process of uh looping a dead end line there because uh around the northeast park area they they have a lot of problem with uh uh, rusty water and the sediment that uh, ends up at that end of town and where they where they can uh, loop the lines you have that continuous flow there and so the sediment doesn't just stop right in that one spot it uh, you know distributed so it's not so so bad for just one particular area uh, see we also uh well, part part of uh, you know one one thing that's uh, <laughs> the the public has made it very clear that, you know they're not real happy with the number of gaming facilities that that Kiwani has and that's that's been pretty widespread and it's been been pretty obvious there hasn't been a lot of people that have said that oh, we want more it's it's mm -hmm. you know most all of anybody I've talked to you know they 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 want it capped and so. Part of uh, the with the liquor ordinances, we we did make measures with that ordinance to uh, cap the number of gaming uh, facilities. Not not the number of gaming facilities per se, but uh, the number of uh, uh, games of the units themselves. Uh, we have so many. Uh, each uh, each liquor holder, they can have as many as uh, six machines in their establishment. And uh, so what we did is we came up with a, a number with our current uh, number of uh, facilities that have gaming machines, and we multiplied that by six. Not every place that has gaming machines right now has their full allotment of six. So right now we, we have uh, just uh, 12, uh, 12 openings for 12 more machines, and then that's where our cap is met is 150. So. You know, I, I hope that that'll uh, satisfy the, the people with, you know, that are, have them concerns about the gaming parlors that have been popping up around town. And, you know, was, we, we had to start somewhere, and that's that was our decision. You know, we can always uh, amend that and change it later on as, you know, as necessary. Hmm. There was a question raised. Uh, this will be our last question. The, the question raised on our Facebook page last night regarding the number of city council members who were able to make it to meetings. It has been... Uh, it has been lately, seemingly, and it's there are good reasons, but people do wonder about uh, making sure we have a quorum on a regular basis. Yeah, and you know, to have a quorum, we only need three of us, and that was the case last night. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Steve Faber is uh, experience, experiencing some uh, some new health issues, and then uh, also his, his, from my understanding, his mother is not doing well, so you know he very valid while he was not there. And then uh, uh, Chris Collimer was not able to make the meeting last night because he ended up having to stay at his work late. So uh, he thought he was gonna make it, but uh, thought he'd be just a little bit late and he was not able to make it at all. But uh, we, you know, we still had the quorum and luckily enough, it was it was a light uh, 
night last night we didn't have a, a lot of things on the agenda so we, we were able to make it through you know pretty easily all right well mr mayor thank you so much yeah, thanks for having me once again sean